Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin. He's joined us this afternoon live in the studio. Dr. Raymond, thank you so much for you, being with us. Talking this afternoon about different addictive substances, I want to ask you about an animal tranquilizer uh, being mixed with fentanyl. It's a growing threat. What do we know about this? Yeah, this is really important. Thanks for asking, John. Uh, there's an animal tranquilizer called xylazine that apparently is being mixed in with fentanyl that people buy on the street, especially the kind that is made um, in illegal laboratories. And it's causing a lot of problems. It prolongs or intensifies the effects of opioids, but you can't reverse it with Narcan. So what we're seeing is a lot of people that are using street drugs don't even know that this tranquilizer is in the drug, and they um, need to be resuscitated or revived, and they can't be completely revived with Narcan. It also causes um, pretty significant necrotic ulcers on the body, and we don't actually understand why that is. And most people actually, most labs or hospital uh, don't have access to labs where they can analyze the specimens to see if it was there. So it's a real problem in emergency departments. And the users can end up in a zombie-like state where it takes a day or so for them to, to wake up. Wow, this is scary stuff. It is very scary. Important scary. You know, Dr. Raymond, I, I didn't know this existed, but teenagers are starting to use something called a nicotine toothpick which is very appropriately described. This has become very popular among teens trying to sort of, you know, hide access to the drug. It's yeah. not as outward facing as a, a cigarette or anything along that line or vaping. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nicotine toothpicks were originally um, marketed as an aid to stop smoking so people could chew on the toothpick. The problem is you can buy these online and many of the online sites don't ask for your age so minors can purchase them. And they have two to three times the amount of nicotine in a toothpick that a typical cigarette would have. So kids are, and they're inexpensive, five, 10, 20 bucks a pack. So um, kids are buying these and using them to get a, to get a nicotine buzz. That's scary. It is scary. Is, is it addictive? Um, nicotine is addictive. So if the kids Even are chewing a smaller, on the Even in a smaller dose like that, yeah? Yeah, well, the toothpicks have as, as much or more nicotine than a cigarette does. So, yes, they, in theory, could be addicted from the toothpick. So could they cause cancer of the mouth and that sort of thing, or is it the other substances in tobacco products that, by and large, cause the cancer? Really good question. I'm not sure what the answer is, but there certainly are other toxic substances in cigarettes that wouldn't be in these toothpicks. Marijuana use tied to increased risk of heart failure and other very serious medical issues. Yeah, this is so important because marijuana is being legalized both for medical and recreational use in many states. And there was a recent, two recent studies. One was an observational study of 160,000 people that showed that daily use of marijuana over a four-year period of time increased the risk of heart failure and coronary artery disease by about 34%. And that um, people that even weren't daily users had an increased risk. So there's a lot that we don't understand about marijuana. Uh, there was a second study that showed, uh, again, with significant use of marijuana, that people had an increase in major cardiac and cerebral events, or so they could have heart attacks or strokes by about 20%. And what was interesting is this was limited to a population of people 65 and older who'd never smoked before. So these increased risks really don't have anything to do with smoking cigarettes. They're specific to um, cannabis. 
Dr. Raymond, not uncommon to see somebody driving around and maybe the window's cracked a little bit and uh, they're smoking a cigarette while driving. Uh, It's also, I'm sure, not uncommon in many states where marijuana is legal to have that marijuana smoke billowing out of a car. Are are there some associated risks with driving while smoking marijuana versus a cigarette? Not not saying one is better than the other. Neither is going to be healthy for you, but marijuana in driving, the risks associated there. Yeah, marijuana slows your reaction time and it impairs cognition. Um, And so if you are smoking marijuana, you could be driving while impaired or under the influence. The problem with uh, legalizing marijuana right now is there's no good test that police can administer, even a laboratory, um, and quickly determine whether you have acutely smoked or ingested marijuana. So that, that really is a significant problem. And so there are probably people on the road that are buzzed and are impaired that didn't drink alcohol. They used marijuana that could cause danger to themselves and others. The scary part about that is they know that the testing doesn't exist, and that's a danger to all of us. I want to ask you about Delta cannabinoids, what they are and why this is an issue with teen access. So Delta-8 cannabinoid is a version of THC, and um, it can be obtained online. It's not regulated in most states. It's not federally illegal. And it has many of the same effects as uh, Delta-9 THC, which is banned. That's the major active ingredient in uh, in marijuana or cannabis. Um, So this is a real problem because you can get high, you can be impaired from D8, and kids can buy these uh, the substance online. It's inexpensive, five to ten dollars a pack. The packages are made to appeal to young people. They're colorful. They're kind of um, attractive and, and easy to obtain. So this is really a potential problem. And the other problem is there's no nest regulation of the dose that comes in these uh, different mm. T8 packets. So they kids can really overdose on them without knowing that. Dangerous. Not making light of this, Dr. Raymond, but there's yeah, a couple of bags of chips upstairs. A partner lunch was had today and a couple of giant bags of chips. And we all kind of joke as we're eating chips, man, it's just hard to keep your hand out of the bag, right? So I know we talk about addictive substances and how dangerous they can potentially be, uh, but ultra-processed foods are also very addictive. I mean, how often do you have just one potato chip yeah, before putting it down? They are, Greg, and thanks for saying it. The common... Uh, theme of all of these addictive substances is that they activate the dopamine reward pathway in your brain. And indeed, ultra-processed foods do activate that reward pathway. And we're talking about soda, ice cream, donuts, some baked goods, cereals, and prepackaged meals, for example, that are calorie-rich, awash in sugar, fat, salt, preservatives, and artificial colors. And they actually can be addictive. So there is some truth to the own, you can you know, you can't just eat one potato chip. Um, so what people really need to understand that these substances can be addictive. It's back to the moderation thing, right? That's yeah. sort of a, a kind of a catch-all, but there's some truth to it. Anything in moderation probably isn't very dangerous, but if you do it in excess, it can be a problem. How about, Dr. Raymond, good news of the week? Yeah, the good news of the week, um, this is the last day of the Diwali Festival, which is um, celebrated by over a billion people, predominantly Hindus, Jains, Sikhs, uh, and some uh, Buddhists. So this is the day that recognizes the special relationship between brothers and sisters. So we've just got a few hours left to recognize our, our special sisters. I love that. Dr. John Raymond is the president and CEO of the Medical College of Wisconsin.